Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome to today's episode of the Talk Show for Talkers, your podcast which you can subscribe to and download as Irish Talkers on your podcast catcher. Today, our episode is going to be led by distinguished Toastmaster Moira O'Brien, who has some key learnings from her experience as a public speaker and her topic today is going to be about what it's darn good thing to do in order to become proficient, great word, proficient in public speaking. So let me hand over to Moira O'Brien. Thank you, Paul. We're actually talking about skills. As you know, skills can be learned. Skills can be taught. It's not something which is in us already there. We can learn these skills. So what I did, I sat down yesterday and I thought I would just write down the things that, in my experience, I had to learn in order that I should become a proficient public speaker. And here are the headlines for you. Confidence, researching skills, writing skills, crafting content. That's slightly different to writing skills. Speaking skills, presentation skills. Again, slightly different to speaking skills. Knowledge of your subject. And lastly, and you may find this a strange thing to put in as a skill, but It's not really a skill, it's something you should do, and that is keep a story file. So let's go into a little bit of detail in each of these. Not in too much depth. If you are interested, then we can go into much greater depth in future episodes. And if you'd like that, then please drop an email to info at irishtalkers.com with the heading of skills and we will see what we can do. So let's take the first one. I put this very deliberately at the top of my list. In fact, the list is really in a, some sort of logical sequence. Confidence. This is probably the first thing that we would like to learn. I know it was the first thing that I wanted to learn because whenever I got up to speak in the very early days, I was really, really nervous. Even though I had confidence inside me and didn't seem to come through into my speaking. So the sort of things that we could talk about in gaining confidence are breathing exercises, physical things like uh, stretching your muscles so that you're not tense. You remove as much of the tensity, that's another new word, Paul, the tenseness from your muscles. And I do this by cricking my neck. So I twist my neck. to I don't twist. I push it to the right. I push it to the left. I push it down forward. I push it back. And that relieves some of the tension in the neck. Another thing we can do is to do mouth exercises, because when we're talking, we're using all the muscles around our mouth. Our singers do this. They have a great warm-up sequence that they exercise the mouth by doing some strange things with their Ah, ooh, ah, mouth. <laughs> uh, but believe me, it does work. And the last thing 
Well, the last major thing in this section is practice, practice, practice. It's the one thing that gives the most help towards gaining confidence. It's just doing it and doing it and doing it again and again and again and again and again. The more we do it, the easier it becomes. All right, second on my list, and this is before we start actually writing, and that is researching skills. Now, we need to understand that researching is a skill. It's the knowledge of not just where to look in your research, but it's how to find sources that you can trust, how to find sources that can support some of the things that other sites have produced. And then how much do we actually do? How much research do we need to do in order to give ourselves enough information? Now, that's not necessarily an easy question to answer, but it's something that we need to bear in mind as and when we are doing our research. Item number three on my list, writing skills. There are two types of language. There is the written word and there is the spoken word. When we start out in Toastmasters, we tend to write using the written word because we are physically writing our speech. We don't necessarily think that we're going to be speaking those words. So when we write, we do need to consciously use words that we would use when speaking, not words that look beautiful on the page. They've got to be beautiful to the ear. Second thing in writing skills, a skill of editing. How long is my speech? Seven minutes. Okay. How many words should I have in seven minutes? Eh, let's say 100 words a minute. That allows for a bit of uh, extempore, a bit of uh, pauses, a bit of laughter, hopefully. 100 words a minute. That's 700 words. I've just written a speech and it's 900 words. What am I going to do? Well, I could talk very fast and get through it very quickly, but that's not going to be very good, is it? So we need to cut the speech down to that 700 word target. So what are you going to cut out? You're going to cut out anything that does not support the message that you're trying to impart. Okay, that's very important. Now, last thing on writing skills is knowing your audience. When you write a speech, you're writing it to deliver to a specific audience. Now, within Toastmasters, that can be quite easy because, well, we have a mixture that we have people in, in our audience, but we still need to think about, uh, is what we are talking about of it going to be of interest to this audience that I'm talking to now? Know your audience, craft your speech to suit that audience. And this takes me on to the next important item, which is crafting content. We've written the speech. We've got all the meanings of the speech that we want, but we want to make it as interesting to listen to as we can. How can we do this? We can use rhetorical devices. There are a myriad of rhetorical devices, but there are probably only five or six which are really useful to use on an everyday basis. There's what we had in episode one. We had alliteration. 
We had assonance, which we didn't actually get in episode one. Though um, we may, maybe I wasn't trying hard enough. What else do we have? Uh, the triads, the rule of three, which is a very, very, very powerful, very, very, very. There was three. See, I did it. <laughs> a very powerful device. Okay, there are lots and lots more. I encourage you to go and look up the list of rhetorical devices, but don't get put off by going for the ones. I think there's a book which has 150 or something different rhetorical devices. Some of them are so weird and strange that you would never think of doing them, even if you could remember. So just look for the top 15 or so, and you will be very well set. What's next? Organization. How do I organize my speech? This, of course, comes up in our Pathways program. How do we organize the speech? We have a beginning. We have an opening, a beginning. We have a middle, which may have three separate items in the middle. And we have a conclusion or an ending and hopefully a call to action. How are we going to transition from one item to another? How are we going to make it smooth? How are we going to make it easy to listen to? And lastly, do we have something which the audience is really going to remember? Something you can repeat three or four times during your speech, which Craig Valentine calls a foundational phrase, a short phrase of 10 words or less, which you can bring up again and again in your speech, which underlines the message you're trying to give. Speaking skills. Next item, number five. What language are we going to use? How are we going to use the language? How are we going to pace ourselves? Are we going to vary our pace? Are we going to put pauses in? Are we going to pause at the right time? Are we going to pause to emphasize a word or to emphasize a phrase? And again, know your audience. Use language that your audience is going to understand. It's going to find easy to understand. Number six, presentation skills. Again, this comes up in early pathways, level one. Body language, stage presence, congruence. These are the three things I wrote down. Body language is all about how you're going to use your face, your body, your hands, your movements in order to support what your voice is saying. Stage presence, well, that's a woolly sort of term, but it means how do you command the stage such that your audience are not going to be distracted by you walking around the stage and doing different things, but they're actually going to say, yeah, this is supporting what I'm saying. And congruence, very, very important, that what I'm doing with my body is in tune with the words that are coming out of my mouth. So if it's something very serious, I'm not going to be smiling and laughing all the time. If it's something very funny, I'm not going to be dead. Well, maybe I would be deadpan serious just to create a joke. But generally speaking, you want your body actions to be in congruence with the words that you're speaking. Number seven, last one, knowledge of your subject. To an extent, this goes back to number two, researching skills. But it also means that the things that I'm going to talk about are not necessarily things that are completely new to me. So I'm going to go to the internet and learn up on this particular subject. Start from things that you know. What do you know best? Yourself. You know everything that's happened in your life to date. You will have stories from your life. You'll have stories that other people have told you, which 
maybe you can remember, and maybe you think are good enough to use. The more you know about your subject, the more credibility you're going to get with your audience. So going back to, should I say, the researching skills, we may know a lot about a subject, we may not know everything about it, but what we don't know, we can go and look up. But if you are going to do research, always quote your sources. Why? Again, credibility with your audience. Now, I said that I was going to end with story file, and this is not a skill. Well, it is in a way. I said just now, we have stories all the way through our life. We have incidents which are funny or stories that can give a message or just stories that are interesting and fun. Build a bank of these stories. Get a notebook. Write them down. Practice them. Learn them verbatim. Learn them by heart. Practice, practice, practice so that you can draw out those stories from any occasion. Great for table topics. Great for developing a new speech. Build a story bank, a story file. Paul, before we close, is there anything you'd like to add to my little list? Your little list? (laughs) Moira, you're like, I feel a bit like an astronaut. I'm getting some training and I'm being put in the cockpit of how to do a perfect takeoff and landing and flight. And the first officer says to me, uh, just to summarize, Paul, they're the 15 (laughs) key things you need to do. Now, have you got that right? You will be examined at your next club as your next astronaut meeting when you're going to do a public speech. My Paul, Paul, come on, let's be fair. I did did say at the beginning, this is could be the subject of seven episodes or eight episodes even. I think you're a wizard. I think you are a magician. I think you are a shaman because you've just opened the landscape. I have one question for you, Moira. I'm going to, okay, my name is Joe Bloggs. I've just joined the uh, club in the last uh, three, four, five months. And I'm going to make my uh, third speech and I want to get better. Now, that's about all you know about me because you haven't been paying too much attention to my development. But I come to you and I say, Moira, 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 look, I know you're a bit of a guru in relation to public speaking. Can you tell me what's the one thing I need to work on over the next few days in order to get ready for this next speech I want to make? Just one, Moira, please, because it's going to take me the whole year to get as good as you were. Number one on my list, confidence. That's the one to work on. Okay, Okay. I'm going to, I believe the local pharmacy has a uh, uh, tablet called uh, Confidence Builder. And I'm going to take it. So thank you, Moira. I shall go zapping down there and I will become more confident. Thank you very much, Moira. That's just what I needed. Um, How to be better at public speaking. Get the confidence tablet. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, in episode four, never listen to Paul Omani (laughs) because he always talks with a a tongue in cheek. Thank you, Paul, for your comments. Listen, folks, I'll be delighted to devote an episode 
to each of these seven or even eight items. If you would like me to do that, send an email to info at irishtalkers.com with the heading and title of skills, and I'll see what I can do. That brings us to a close for this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all again next week. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information. Thank you.